You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with host Doc Martin. Stay tuned in or call in. You won't want to miss what's happening next. How do you step into your maximum potential? How do you connect your spiritual drive with your physical path? Stick around as Doc Martin takes listeners on a journey through the seen and unseen, the accepted and the unbelievable. Get ready to meet the maximum you the world needs on Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin now. Welcome back, everyone. This is Doc Martin, Maximum Medicine Radio. And with me is somebody I'm so happy to call my friend, my teacher, my leader in all things spiritual, Dr. Georgia Herrera from Georgia, where I used to live, by the way. I used to live in Decatur. Um, Anyway, Georgia is here because I love what she's taught me. And we're going to talk about bring love to it. If there's a bad time, a bad situation, we're going to learn or at least talk about how to bring love to it. Hi, Georgia. I'm so glad you're here. I am so honored to be here. I want to hear what I don't, I myself don't know is how do you go from an academic background of a doctor of chiropractic to a Christian mystic shaman energy worker, the whole gamut. Tell me a little bit about your journey and how you ended up in the spiritual, or maybe you always were there. It actually started to increase throughout my life. And that's also in my astrology. One more way of just accepting ourselves and our life. I did have little moments, I would call magical moments as I was younger. And when I, right before chiropractic school, I started to feel the call and God was saying, come to me, come to me. And I said, hold on, (laughs) just give me a minute. And I knew in the back of my head, I needed to go to chiropractic school And then I'm going to really get started at the same time with my spirituality. Getting ready to leave Austin, Texas was a big deal. Texans don't usually leave Texas. And I was going to chiropractic school in California. So that brought up a lot of emotions for me. So I wasn't quite ready to dive deep into my spiritual work. But I was around that time before chiropractic school, moving into my energy work by zero training, (laughs) just by being me and the gifts God gave me this life. And it started from a friend of mine that knew I was intuitive more than I knew I was. And they said, you need to tell me what's going on with me. Put your hands on my head and tell me. And I said, I can't do that. And he said, yes, you can. So I did. And I told him everything. And it surprised me. And from there, my journey evolved in spirituality and energy work, where I was doing more energy work on people. Um, This was back in the 90s, doing that. And went to chiropractic school. I started going to the Catholic church. I'm, I grew up Catholic. I was going 
two to three times, sometimes four times, because I didn't know where to go for the spirituality. I always loved psychology. So I would read all the books and back all the way in high school when people were reading the fiction books, I was reading the psychology books. So my, my teachers loved my papers. So that's my nature. And then when I got to California, I found a spiritual group that answered everything I was looking for. God is love and community and a lot of one-on-one -on -one teaching. And I got a lot of that. And now that group doesn't exist anymore. The, one of the main teachers passed away and people spread throughout. But I learned a lot from them. But it was also a hard course. And we're less and less doing guru work this, around this time in the world. But back then it was still pretty big. And I also knew back then it was more about going internal and being more with gurus, but also letting go of your own power as well. And now we're in a different age. Everybody is their own teacher and there's a really strong energy in that. And so when I teach people, it's about empowering them so they can make their choices. And I learned that from what I didn't get being a student. And how does that inform? Well, I'm going to make the assumption that your chiropractic practice is not traditional manipulation, ultrasound, stretching, stimulating units. No. That's Tell me never, never been my thing. I've never saw the body as individual parts. I always felt it as a whole. I'm very connected. I'm very much a body person. And I liked the techniques that were full body. That's why I went to California to learn an upper cervical technique that helps move the entire body and helps you connect everywhere. And while I was there, I found this chiropractic network spinal analysis. And everyone was begging me to do it then. Like, this is made for you. And I wasn't feeling it then. I couldn't grasp what we do in our body affects our emotions and healing our body affects our past. I couldn't grasp that. That you know, long time ago <laughs> journey, it, you know, long time ago. And now it's all I think about. It's all, it's my whole life of connecting people into their body. And I do that with network spinal analysis. And it's a lot of fun for me because I can feel them as an intuitive. And in my spiritual journey went deeper and deeper. So I was with this spiritual group of California, they're Christian mystics. And I was getting the chiropractic. This chiropractic really aligns you and connects you with your truest self and helps you get rid of all the static in your system, anything that's holding you back. And from there, I had a very strong intuition and I started joining shaman work and connecting into my 
own inner path of the times in previous lives where I have served as a shaman. And from there, people kept calling me shaman. And that's what I, I learned is you know you're a shaman when people call you a shaman, not when you take the weekend course. And that's mm -hmm. where one of my titles came from. So when you have clients in your chiropractic practice, and you also have clients like me who are seeking not so much body-centered techniques because I live quite a long way from you, but guidance in shifting beliefs and patterns um, and awarenesses, what do your clients what do they struggle with? There have to be some commonalities among all of us. The main thing is listening to ourselves and giving ourselves permission for the things that we know. So what I do is I help people feel them and let them fall in love with their defense patterns, fall in love with the things that have worked for them and when you bring that love, it softens everything. And then the truth person can come forth and find their intuition. And that's a big thing right now. Back before the convergence, I didn't meet people that in 2012 that were as interested in spirituality as they are now. Now it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I, I just hear every day, I am not religious, I'm spiritual. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's work. <laughs> so I think for me, that was a hard thing to, when you're self-critical as I am and have been, that's a hard thing to see patterns that may have been very appropriate and very self-directed in defense. Mm -hmm. but they, when you're up close and personal to them, you may not love them. And to, and to have somebody encourage you or show you that component of self-love, of seeing patterns and that nothing really can exist with, everything is able to put love to it. And that does bring a softening, especially if you are a self, uh, self-critical as many of us are. Um, we're not this. People are. Mm -hmm. Say that again, Georgia, because that sounded important. All, all spiritual people are very critical until they go very, very high. But in general, spiritual people are looking to improve. So mm -hmm. they're nitpicking at themselves because this needs to change, this needs to change, that needs to change in themselves and their partners. <laughs> so there's mm -hmm. a lot of criticalness. That's why there's a lot of uh, candida in spiritual people because there's a lot of self-criticism. So my, one of my favorite lines to say is, spiritual people are the most negative <laughs> people, <laughs> the most complaining. But what that means is because they care they actually want to improve. So it's actually something beautiful to have. 
And I can see that because when you're called to bring change to the world, you're always looking for what isn't as good as it could be. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it comes from a good intention to make things better, but there is a constant comparison and critique. Mm-hmm. And, and that's five. And it's exhausting. Yes. And hard on our body. Mm -hmm. so, so you you bring everything back to the body which is a um many people do that but that's not the primary perspective it, the body is very much seen and felt as separate and yet you bring everything back to the body absolutely and i see it so that criticism that we do in ourselves it's the same thing whenever we have an issue and we're trying to change it and work on it, it gets stuck in our body. And me as an intuitive, I can see it. Intuitive empathic, mm -hmm. I can see it stuck in the body. And when it's stuck, we don't let God move through it. So we're not as smart, we're very limited. And then those bones shut down too. And those organs shut down. So spiritually, when you go in and you love, you open up and then when you take it into some physical healing technique, you start opening it in your body as well. So the breath is moving everywhere and whatever was bothering you and was tight, now you're connected to everything to receive wisdom and you can solve things like this. So I want to hear a little bit more about that before we take a break. That it's tight and constricted and you aren't letting God in through it. Tell mm -hmm. me, when you say God, are you also saying breath? Are you also saying energy? Anything that is love is God. Letting go of God as female, male, name, anything like that. The vibration of love is what is important. And the same when we're self-criticizing ourselves, it gets tight. Or when we're multi-thinking the same thought over and over and over, we get tight in our body. And so we want to learn how to bring in love. And we do that when there is some kind of safety, some kind of safe net, some kind of person or you connecting into love that makes it safe so you can go oh I can loosen this up I don't have to do it by myself and then you let wisdom slash love slash God move through and that's I love that um, we're going to take a break in just a second here but that and we're going to spend more time talking about that need to hold it and cling it and be in charge of it and control mm -hmm. it, which is in and of itself limited. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what I want to talk more about. We're going to take a short break. This is Doc Martin. I'm here with Dr. Georgia Herrera and we'll take a break and be right back. Day-to-day -day living can be difficult in our world today. Most of us don't know how to live a peaceful, joy-filled existence. 
Learn how to break through these barriers and live a transformative life on Love and Light with me, Dr. Lisa, every day living in peace, every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Dr. Lisa, visit EducationThroughEngagement.com. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to Boss Up Babes, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365DailyHustle.com. There's a beautiful story of Princess Damayanti and King Nala. It was traditional that a princess chose whom she wanted to marry by placing a garland of flowers around his neck. Damayanti was so beautiful, intelligent and accomplished that the divine gods themselves wanted to marry her, but her heart already belonged to King Nala. Knowing this, many gods attended the choosing ceremony perfectly disguised as King Nala. Damayanti, seeing many Nullas seated around the Grand Hall, became inwardly still and quiet and prayed for guidance. She was blessed by the power of her love to see through the illusion. She placed the garland around the neck of the real King Nulla, whom she loved. Join me, Sarah Main, on Damayanti, the show for your soul, to learn how to let the power of love cut through the illusion. And check out my website, damayanti.store. Hi, everybody. I'm Doc Martin, Maximum Medicine Radio. I'm back with my friend, my teacher, Dr. Georgia Herrera. And we're talking about bring love to it, how that energy of love is really the key component to any type of healing, any type of forward movement, any type of self-realization. And Georgia was actually talking about how that actually she can see as an intuitive that she can see those tight places in our body dissipate as we bring the energy of love through it. Georgia, tell us a little more about that. On our own, our own little single self, we're not that smart. We might be good at exams or accomplishing a task, but we're so limited, just our little, we're this, just this tiny. And, but when you simply just ask, holy divine love, and define what kind of energy you want to bring in, you simply ask this love, this wisdom, come through, come through this issue and show me what I need to know. You're going to get insights. You're going to get wisdom. And the way I think about it is you, if you then pay the energy back with gratitude, you get more. You could even think of it as a tip. So, for example, anytime my husband and I get into an argument, I go into prayer. And I might be like, Jesus, come in. <laughs> I'm so mad. Make my husband be his higher self. Ugh, you know, not a clean prayer, right? Because it's all tight 
at that moment. And then all of a sudden we start laughing or he's, my husband will start apologizing for something or I start to see it in his point of view, whatever he was processing or he sees something in my point of view, we drop in our hearts. And then I tip the holy energy back. Thank you. <laughs> so that's a great tool to have all the time at your disposal. It's just there whenever you want for anything. You can't find your keys. You don't know what to eat. You don't know what to wear. You don't know to, uh, when you're driving, do you turn left, do you turn right? Or you have a huge life decision. You start saying those prayers and then things start to open up and then you say gratitude and then more comes and then more comes. But you stay where you are. So if you are freaked out and got, and then you go in and you say, you know, holy energy, angels, God, something loving, something wiser than us. And you say, you know, help me solve this. And then all of a sudden you feel your anxiety, your fear, your freak out, be there. Love that. Don't deny that. That has something to teach you. So then the next step is, what do I do? I'm freaked out. I didn't know I was this freaked out. And then the energy starts to come in and will say something smart and wise. Like, Forgive yourself or go do some jumping jacks to run off the energy or do some stretching or say you're sorry to this person or just something will come through you or, or show you you don't feel the universe will support your happiness. Let's love you there. Oh, okay. Let's love me there. And that's when you, when you have the focus to go step by step by step to your own inner answers. And that's a process. And it's not always easy to do. And then sometimes we're hyper emotional. We're out of control emotional. We can't hear God at that moment. We say our prayer, we let it go. And I always say, stop, drop, and leave <laughs> when we're hyper emotional because we can't think, we're not clear. So we have to go do something to go get happy, you know, and then come back when we're more centered and go inside and get more information. That's how to do it in meditation. And then you can do physical things like the chiropractic I do to help you get there. I think what's the hardest for me in starting to learn this is if a person, I'll just say me, I come from a place, um, and this isn't a, you know, I'm the way I am because my mother was this and my father was that. But I did have conditions growing up where I didn't trust, and it was very hard to trust. Then you put on top of it being in an academic world where I've been one of the top achievers. So I trust my academic brain. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to relinquish decisions to somebody else when I'm convinced that I'm the smartest one. I'm the sharpest tool in the shed, sharpest knife in the drawer. So that surrender, that relinquishing 
The hardest thing for me to learn in my journey was faith, a belief in something bigger than myself, and that that was going to hold the safety net. Because for me to release, to relinquish to the people that I've grown up with, um, people, I haven't ever really been able to do that. So I'll just share that in my latest uh, change of job, different owners of the clinics I work at, very lacking in integrity, very annoying and not organized and not respectful and none of the things I know should be. That's the big thing. When you know it should be. And what I have learned from you, Georgia, which I am learning, I haven't learned it yet, is that was sending me into literally internal inflammation, stress, high blood pressure, hypervigilance, anger, and it was no good. And I knew that from my softer intuitive side, I knew that it was no good. And what you've helped me start to do is be willing to let it crumble. And the key thing there is one, there is a safety net. There is a safety net of spirit, angel, God, nature, you, however you call those divine elements. And there's a wisdom, here it comes, I'll admit it, smarter than I am. And that wisdom and safety net are what I'm going to turn over to. And when you do that, and Georgia, you helped me see this because you said to me, in the removing of my energy from the need to control it, first of all, it helped me internally but it leaves the space for someone else to step up to their higher place. And that's a really good thing to be able to see that you're even allowing the space for others to be better because I'm not controlling the space. I'm not taking up all the oxygen in the room. So anyway, I am practicing now. I'm not an expert by any means, the concepts I call the Dr. Georgia concepts, bring love to it and pray it to its knees. So tell us a little more about the pray it to its knees. Cause I love, I love that. You, our sessions are usually on the phone, but now you get to see what happens to my face when I hear you talk. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's emotional for me. Anytime anybody steps into that love, that intuition, what are they to fix and what are they to let go of and, you know, and paying attention to and not having to do anything on their own. Yeah, and I have to do the same with my clients. I, I can't believe how much I know all the time. And it's because I tap in. That's what makes me smart. Mm -hmm. So the more we tap in, the smarter we get. And the praying it to its knees, that came from a friend of mine, Linda Love. She was eating a, a cookie that was a cookie not the best for her. And she said, that's how she started it. She said, I'm going to pray it to its knees. <laughs> and it actually is a thing. 
where you can bless something and make it holy. So, um, like for you with your job, you're blessing it. You're bringing this extreme beautiful energy by stepping back and letting the angelic, letting the vibration of love come through and do the job because you're not called to do that job, right? So you're bringing that and that is going to let everything that isn't working, it's going to let it show up. You are praying it to its knees. You are making everything shift and you're shaking it up by letting it go and putting it in God's hands instead of your hands. And there is a time place, but this one's not for you. Right. I mean, when it comes to a decision about a patient or something for safety of following up on a lab report, I am going to be hypervigilant and in control of it. And that's where I'm asked to be. And that's something else you told me is, what am I being asked to do? And that doesn't mean the literal world, the phone is ringing and they need me on the phone or there's a task in the computer or it means what, what does, and what does God want me to do? What does spirit want me to do right here? And the thing is, this sounds corny, but one of the things I say to patients often when they're in doing a not very healthy behavior, and it's, I'll say to them, now listen, if you die and you get up to St. Peter at the pearly gates and he asks you, why should he let you in? What did you do with your life? And you say, well, I made sure that the coffee table never had a speck of dust on it. I made sure that I did all the laundry and all the chores for all my children, even when they were 35 years old. Does St. Peter care? Is that what's going to get you through the pearly gates? So for me, what am I being asked to do? And clinging on to, the, to be the, the ruler and the controller and the boss of all things because I think that it should be this way, or I know because I know, because I'm the knower. That's a, a very powerful place to let it crumble, back it down, and say, okay, what am I being asked to do right now? And usually it's about calming the other staff's hyper emotions, about reminding them that we're a good team, reminding them that this patient who's asking us, calling every five minutes with some new complaint, something else is going on. So bringing a better energy. Um, and that has helped me soften up, which mm -hmm. is really a good, it's a good feeling. And that actually is more power. And the letting go of what you weren't supposed to do you are, it is more feeding the old ego what needed to be fed before that needed to happen. But now you're feeding you. So by letting go, you got more of you. Because when you connect into these higher realms, you're connecting into your higher self, into your higher spiritual realm, which is you. It's where we all come from. It's what we're made out of, is love.
And I can see that because you are diffusing, diluting your true power by wasting it in these other interactions. And when you let it crumble, the truth is all of that juice that you spent out here in the who cares, you're right, it, come, it really does empower you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So Georgia, anything to say? We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Dr. Georgia is going to lead us in a beautiful prayer to get us in that beautiful space. Anything to add before we take a break? When you connect into that love, you have all the access in the universe. And the more you get the love into our wounds, the more we become ourselves and the answers become easier and easier. And that's what we're going to do in meditation. So when the meditation hits on the hard stuff, the uncomfortable stuff, be there. Don't go anywhere else. Be there. Let the love circulate in there. And then you're going to hear, okay, I did it. Now I need to go do something else. Just like I said, sometimes we need to work on our stuff and go into it. And sometimes we need to, for lack of better words, go get distracted, go somewhere else, go do the love somewhere else, get happy. So that might mean checking into a joyful God experience and then letting the pain sit here. Or God's going to say, stay here in the pain and let's love that. They're both valid. Wonderful. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short break and then get ready to drop into meditation with Dr. Georgia. We'll be right back. Heaven on Earth, your online school of divinity, building your inner coach as you lay down your foundation in the new earth with you as the authority. Take action now. The number one challenge people face every day is the negative voice in their head. We work each day to turn negatives into positives. It's all a matter of perception. Our challenge at this time is to remain intensely positive and focused, creating the world we wish to live in. Wake up on purpose with Cornelia's daily online positive messages guiding us in the new paradigm. Raise yourself into happiness and inner peace daily. Elevate your personal frequency free from negativity and reprogram yourself step-by-step, step, shifting your energy patterns with positive repetition, daily building your new earth with someone you trust. All the heavy lifting has been done for you. Wake up happy with CorneliaStephanieVIP.com. Try free for seven days now. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified new paradigm, multidimensional transformation energy healer, ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit enlightenedmedicine.com to learn more. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Okay, everybody, let's quietly drop into the place where Dr. George is going to lead us. I'm lighting some incense. I want you to feel the cleansing, the clearing of the incense. And I'm not going to do it with my energy. We're going to call in your holy angels. Let the incense cleanse you and clear you. And my masters are Jesus and Mary, but use whatever energy works for you. Jesus and Mary, creator God, vibration of love. Clear anyone, everyone, all time, in all space, every dimension that watches this video. Cleanse and clear, center them, clear their aura, center their chakras, help them bring in the love in every chakra center, all the way from the feet to above their head, help them feel safe to breathe. Help them feel safe to connect into their body, to feel unconditional love and acceptance. Feel where you're holding your breath or feel where you have any heaviness. And be there and say hello to that part in your head. You can even put your hand there for an intensified feeling and breathe into that part of your body. And validate. Don't fix anything, don't change anything. Be there, be your best friend. that part of your body be free to breathe. getting rid of, you release by saying, hello, shame, hello, fear, you make room for it, letting go of being afraid of you, letting go of being afraid of what you feel, and drop down there, and ask the higher vibration of love to be there for you, to guide you. 
bring the most beautiful, unconditional love for this part of you. With your inhale and your exhale, in your nose, out your mouth. And they shine this light into your body. And whatever is tight or stuck starts to get bigger. And feel how that gets scary. But let it and relax into it as the light shines on this part of you. parts that you judged or wanted to get rid of starts to get softer and softer and you become brighter in this place in your body. wisdom. What do you want everyone to know? What I'm hearing, the love wants to tell you, I am here for you more than you think. And it is easier than you think. I see you I know you've been trying to get answers. It is a process. Be so gentle and kind to yourself. Feel your frustration and let the holy love move through you. in your body so you can channel and manifest in the earthly realm. Bliss is beautiful and wonderful, but we're here on earth. So bring the bliss into the earthly realm, into your body.
do not escape by going into too much worry or too much bliss or too much chaos. Relax and let the love in and fall in love with yourself. Take a big breath and ask the holy love, what do I need to know? And notice what comes up. Let it be smart, loving, and beautiful. That's how you know it is of life and love. the little thoughts and ask what about that or how do I do that let go of attachment of your answer as sometimes one answer takes you to another, to another, to another. Let the angels surround you with this light so your body is consumed Let your chakras balance and bring the light into all your chakras. Where you feel you are evil or dark, or angry, relax. You had to be that way before. Let the love in as that forgiveness comes through. for how you want to feel. If nothing comes to your mind, you can pray to feel happy. You can pray to feel grateful.
Notice the loving, kind thoughts that come forth. what happiness would look like, what that would feel like, and let the visions, the thoughts, the insights come forth. tight that is afraid of what you might hear. You are only tapping into the love that is within you and all around you. Breathe in and let it calm you and comfort you. And give gratitude for every beautiful thing you feel even if it's confronting and uncomfortable. Let it go deep into your body. Wherever you felt tight, be in any position your body craves. See if you can relax your shoulders, your stomach, your jaw, and let this love feel so good. you fill up with this love, this love that feels like home, the more you bring it into the earth realm to do your service. Your service might even be just touching products and bringing blessings to a product. It could be the words you speak when you welcome somebody into a building, it could be the diagnosis you give, the kind compassion with your eyes. Feel good, so blissed 
but in the physical realm. Big breath, even more into the physical realm. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers. Let it deep into your lungs with a little opening in your eyes with your brand new world, full of bliss, centeredness, and happiness. Thank you. Good, clean, fun. Wonderful. Ah, so everybody, you can have this over and over as we will archive this show and it'll be there for you to get. And it'll be on a YouTube as well. Ah, Georgia, thank you so much. Well, and I just want to, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I said such a pleasure. So anybody in the Atlanta area, Georgia's office is in Roswell, Sacred Mother Healing. But she also does remote work. And believe me, it is equally powerful. And I've loved knowing her now for months and working with her. And I love what I'm learning. So thank you, Georgia, for being here today. Thank you. Jacob, thank you. We're going to close up now. This is Doc Martin, Maximum Medicine Radio with Dr. Georgia Herrera. And thank you for being with us. You've been listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin. Tune in next time while the doc talks health, spirituality, and the impact your beliefs have on every part of who you are, body and soul. Doc Martin unpacks the challenges we face as human beings and teaches callers to open the door between the scientific and the mystical. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com.